Thank you for tuning into the City Church California podcast. We exist for anyone to believe in God, to become who God created them to be, and to build the church and our city. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so that you can be updated anytime we add new content. Now let's check out the latest message from our Sunday gathering. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Daniel chapter 3, and we're going to continue our series this morning, Present Pain, Future Glory. And we got that, this thesis from Romans chapter 8, verse 18, where Paul says this, we consider, and the Greek word for consider is to reckon, it's an accounting term. Paul is saying, I've done the math, and the math adds up. He says, we consider that this present pain cannot even be compared to future glory. So that's what we're talking about, present pain, future glory. And so our purpose is greater than our pain. We have to know that God's purpose for you and I are greater than our pain. And what awaits us is far greater than what faces us. I believe our theology uh, must be bigger and greater than our suffering, uh, the trauma that the world is going through to experience glory. Uh, when we have a biblical theology on suffering and pain, it brings healing to the pain. And you must know this, pain in and of itself, suffering in and of itself, whether that's financial loss, a divorce, death, being let go from a job, someone betraying us. There are many harmful, hurtful things in life, but pain in and of itself has no redemptive quality. Last week, we used the biblical metaphor of Christ, the tree in Romans 11, in us being a wild olive branch, he was wounded. He was wounded in his head, his hands, his back, his side, his feet. But the branch has to be wounded for it to be properly grafted in. And I am learning that if I take a wound and I work the wound by joining it to the wounds of Christ and I become more focused on the wounds of Christ than self-absorbed in my own pain. And please hear this. We really need to become aware of our tendency to be absorbed in injustice in our life and it could lead us to a roundabout of hell that leads to bitterness, unforgiveness, resentment, and most of all, hatred. And I could tell you an eyewitness in the summer, I had been focusing too much. I'd become absorbed in injustices over the 36-year period. But I sit before you today, stand before you today, and say, God has healed that pain, and I am a new person. And today, I'd like us to consider and ponder the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. I want to begin to talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. And really, our world is in a furnace. But you fight fire with fire. Did you hear what I just said? And the way we conquer the furnace of hell is we have a greater, stronger, more eternal fire that is within us. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I, I just, I'm coming to uh, believe and sense uh, that we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit in fire now more than we did five years ago, 10 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 100 years ago. And, and I just put this, I, I really think that we need to begin to consider, and this is what I've written down, uh, the, uh, the 
damaging effect of the worlds and hell's fire that is hitting the earth. And I wrote this down. Our city was ravaged by the Thomas fires, and many were firsthand witnesses of destructions in part of our city. Fire is important in Scripture because God, get this, he redeems us with his blood. You and I are bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. You belong to God. You are God's property. The devil has no permission to attack our lives. We have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. But God, he redeems by blood, but he cleanses by fire. And he will cleanse the earth with fire. And you must know this, in scripture, there are two types of fire. One fire is of earth, it's of hell, and it consumes and it destroys. There is another fire that comes from God, and it cleanses, and it heals, and it transforms, and it will make your pain and suffering timeless and timely, and you will become transcendent. And so everyone is affected by fire because the world is a furnace. We're not going to get out of facing the fire but we can be transformed in the furnace by having a greater fire that is within us so that we're not ruined. Remember what Jesus said, it is necessary that I go away because if I don't go away, I'll only be with you but not in you. But when I go away, I'm going to send another to you and he will baptize you not only with the Holy Spirit but with Fire, and we really do believe that. So, I want you to go to the book of Daniel, chapter 3. And usually, not always, but in the Old Testament, books have a connection with New Testament books. For example, Proverbs is the wisdom book in the Old Testament, James is the Proverbs of the New Testament. When it comes to living in the end of time, uh, it would be the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation. Those would be the two connecting books. And I, I have to address something. Uh, in the last three and a half years, uh, during a global pandemic, <clears throat> our nation specifically, and I want to say the world, has become so woke, we don't even know what to say. We barely could even use the name of Jesus any longer. And in the book of Daniel, it is a book that's written when they were in captivity. The people of faith were under siege in their culture, their education, their spiritual belief system was under siege and thrown into a furnace. They even began to educate these Hebrew children and leaders, and they began to introduce their own woke uh, education and really secular and demonic and hateful teachings trying to poison the mind of the young Hebrew Jewish believing people. But they had four young men who resisted such a godless culture and they refused to bow their knee. And it was Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And in Daniel chapter 3, Nebuchadnezzar, one of the greatest emperors of history, but yet was secular and he worshiped only himself. Look, it's not the first time that the world has seen a woke uh, system. It happened in Babylon. It happened under communism. And now I can't believe it. It has hit the shores of the United States of America. And I actually think we need to get some bold preaching to come against the hell that uh, the devil's trying to destroy our nation. <clears throat> 
And I just want you to know, it says this, and I'm going to read a little bit. We're going to pick up with verse 22, but I'm going to read from verse 14 a little bit. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I have set up? Now, if you are ready, at the time you hear the sound of the horn, I could tell you right now hell is scared of us because during COVID and a pandemic, we chose to worship and not come plane and this house just recorded a live recording album that we will release and hell just put that in your pipe and smoke it okay are you with me when you hear the sound of these people worshiping you bow your knee to us are you with me we were not made to bow to hell we already bowed uh uh-uh you get me preaching up in hell Listen to this. He says, when you hear the sound of all types of music, the horn, the flute, the harp, the lyre, the psaltery, the symphony, with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image. They want us to worship something that has no life in it. And that's why they're throwing us in the furnace. What do their movies, their music, their education has anything to do with our God and our faith in him? And he goes on, he says, you will fall and worship. Or if you do not worship, you will be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you this in this matter. I think we need to begin to say that. We do not have a need to address what's going on in the media in the nation our God is going to deliver us are you with me he says this if that is the cause our God whom we serve is able I just want to stop right there our God is able I'm going to say it again. Our God is able. I'll say it sitting. I'll say it standing. I'll say it standing on my head. Our God is able. And the ableness of God is available for those who are available to God. Come on. God is able. And I love that. It says this. Listen to this. He says, our God is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace. And he will deliver us from your hand. But I like this next part. O king, but if not, if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of rage and fury. You want to know what really angers the devil? When the world has literally stoked the furnace of hell that we don't bow to politics, We don't bow to culture. We don't bow to what they're saying. And I have found myself almost mute, not knowing what to say, meaning that we don't want to offend anyone. I think we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit afresh and again, that we have tongues of fire coming out of us. And I'll say the name of Jesus, and I'll say what I believe. And if you're offended by it, bam, you bow your knee. I'm not bowing my knee. Are you with me? And I haven't even got to my verses yet. If not, if not for all the word faith, prosperity, people out there, if not, I'm still not going to bow. 
Because my not bowing has nothing to do whether I'm prospering or not. My bowing has everything to do. There's another one in the fire. Come on. Ooh, I hadn't got to my verse yet. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from, uh, from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods nor we worship the gold image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury and the expression on his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Isn't that amazing how people's expression towards believers are changing in these days? He spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. That is where the world is at right now. The furnace has been heated seven times. We have not witnessed this in world history. And it says this, verse 20, and he commanded certain mighty men. That word mighty men leads the strongest men to bind them, to bind them and throw them into the fire. And it says this, they bound Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Verse 21, here we go, I'm almost to verse 22. It says, then these men who abound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and other garments were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Here we go. Therefore, because of the king's command was urgent, and that's where the devil is right now. The furnace, exceedingly hot, the flames of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know why? They weren't made of the right stuff. They, su they submitted their lives and their body to a woke, godless culture. When we don't yield to a godless culture that is woke, trying to scare us and what we say, can I say no one's going to pressure me not to say the name of Jesus? You don't like the name of Jesus? I'm going to drop it on you every moment of every day. You don't like the name of Jesus? Bow your knee, devil. Come on. Woo, dear God, let's, let's continue. You better sit down. My goodness. Verse 23, it says this. And these men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. He was alarmed. He rose in haste, and he spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound, bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. It says this, Look, he answered, I see four men walking in the midst of the fire. And they are not hurt. And they are not hurt. And they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. There is another in the fire. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? Can I say right now, what is, there is a pain in fire. There is a pain that we're witnessing. Whether it was Thomas fire, what's happened in the world in the last three and a half years. But God has a purpose for fire. Satan uses fire to destroy and consume. However, when God sends fire, it's always, get this, to give revelation, to give Christ character, and also to begin to awaken our speech. Isn't it amazing across the world from Europe, Africa, Asia, the Middle East, South, Central America, North America, Australia, 
We cannot even say our convictions. There used to be a day you could disagree with someone. Now we can't even speak what the Bible says without the fear of being thrown in the fire. When the last week, I'm telling you, I woke up. And it's like, look, I'm going to be in the fire anyway, so I better not bow my knee. And I, if I become woke like the mighty men who threw them in and bound them up and they got burned up, if I'm going to burn, I'm going to burn with Jesus, but I am not going to burn with Satan. Are you with me on that? And yes, there's a pain. There's a pain in the fire, but there is a person or a baptism of fire. Everyone say baptism of fire. I love this. In our human experience, there is a fire, not actual fire, but painful situations in our lives that produce devastation and destruction. We can experience future glory in our present pain by quenching the, po the power of fire, Hebrews eleven thirty four. You and I can literally quench the, the painful fire by faith. Now get this, the number one way to be transformed in the furnace is to praise in the fire. Please write that down. If you praise in the fire, a fourth dimension will come to your life. You will not be bound. You will not be falling. You will rise and you will walk in the midst of the fire. They didn't even want to get out. You will have such a supernatural experience. You ask to stay five more minutes in that furnace. Come on. Now write this down. The baptism of fire, number one, gives a revelation of Jesus Christ. And write this reference down, Exodus 3, 1 through 3. The Bible says that Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro. He went to Mount Horeb, the mountain of God. He turned because he saw a bush that was on fire, but get this, but not consumed. Heavenly fire never destroys, it only transforms. And it says he turned aside and he was gazing and he saw not a angel, but the angel of the Lord, which is Jesus Christ. The reason why we want to be baptized with the Holy Spirit in fire is because we will see Jesus in a supernatural way and we need to feel Jesus, we need to see Jesus. I am not into spirituality. I've got to stand up. I Look, I need to come bold and out front because we have been scared to keep our mouth shut. I am in an everyday, every moment relationship with Jesus Christ, and I'm not ashamed of him. And okay, you're going to go crazy. Someone may walk out the room or turn us off. I have been baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire. Okay, this is going to scare someone, and I speak in tongues, okay? I pray in tongues every day. A good Baptist friend of mine said, well, why do you pray in tongues? I only pray in tongues when I'm confused. I thought, well, I told him, I must be more confused than you. I pray in tongues a lot. Amen. Another one, when we are baptized with the Holy Spirit in fire, we not just, look, I don't have character. I'm a thug. But when I was baptized with the Holy Spirit in fire, a Christ character came into me. I want you to write this down. Psalms 12, 6. It says, the word of the Lord is pure. 
It is like silver that is being tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Did you get that? The words of the Lord are pure words. Like silver tried in the furnace of the earth, purified seven times. Write this down, Jeremiah 6.30. He speaks of rejected silver. You see, in Proverbs, it says the silversmith will look at the silver. He heats it seven times. The dross, the foreign materials will come up and he scrapes the foreign materials out. I'll tell you what baptism, the Holy Spirit and fire does. It causes all foreign material to rise and literally Christ comes and scrapes it out, scrapes it off until he sees his perfect reflection. Can I say the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire? I have not my image. I think today in a woke culture, we're all worried about our image. Well, I'm not worshiping my image or the image of the United States or the image of California, I am worshiping Jesus Christ, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. <clears throat> now get this. In Jeremiah, it talks about reprobate or rejected silver. And you know what that is? Silver that does not let go of foreign materials. I believe in the days that we are living in, there are believers that are keeping foreign materials that will cause them to be consumed by hell and earth's furnace. We need to allow the character of Christ to come in us and through us. Can you say amen? <clears throat> then another one, our lives are changed, Acts 2. They were filled with the Holy Spirit in tongues of fire. I want to begin to go now to this part, uh, the person of fire. In a moment, we're going to have an altar call for the baptism of the Holy Spirit in fire. Obeying God can be difficult, especially in times of suffering and pain, and even more so when we feel bullied. I'm tired, fatigued disturbed, ticked off by a bullying, bullying, godless culture. We will not be pushed around anymore. <clears throat> Are you with me? Bullied into compliance or accused of ignoring the woke culture. Then Daniel's four stories and six vision have supplied what culture has needed century after century. What we need today is what they experienced in Daniel's time. The reality of the fourth man coming into the furnace with us. The revelation of Jesus Christ through the Spirit's baptism is how to uh, survive uh, a woke, fiery, godless, satanic, demonic, ferocious fire. In the Holy Spirit, we experience Jesus and his reality through complete surrender. The fires of hell not, will not harm us. Why? Because we have a greater fire within us. And we will worship in the fire and Jesus will manifest in the fire. Can you say amen? I want the band to come up. I want to begin to talk to you about this. Our time is so much like where Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were living in a secular culture. Babylon was one of the greatest ancient cultures. And he built a statue. And he had never seen a god. Isn't it amazing? They think they know our God. How can you know our God when you mock our God? But they will know our God because we're going to have a fresh baptism. We are not just religious people. Look, we cannot live this way any longer. We cannot just kind of float through the, the polluted waters of culture like a dead salmon, never revolting, never speaking, muting our mouth, more afraid of them than having a fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of wisdom. I don't know about, you know, tell you what happened. The reason why I'm fired up.
I love Seattle. I love Portland. I love San Francisco. And I love Los Angeles. Becky and I, 10 days ago, were up in the Northwest. Seattle was one of the cleanest, most beautiful cities ever. And this demonic, ruling, evil power in elections coming up, And I'm not talking about the current political forces that are in charge. But I think now as a believer, we need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And we need to have the mind of God to know to who to put into office. But you know what? We're living in the end of the end of time. And you want to know how the devil rules? Go see Seattle. See homelessness that is so out of control. And go and see drugs and prostitution and where people can't even walk the streets with their children. Then we would go to Portland, one of the greatest cities, a foodie city. Becky and I were astonished. Our mouths dropped. And a darkness is over those cities. It is a pervasive, overwhelming darkness is hitting America and now is not the time to become political pundits it is the time to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and why are people more offended if someone says they speak in tongues than keeping our mouths shut being afraid that someone will reject us what are they going to do we're already in the fire the nation is already in a furnace we're in there but I am not going to be consumed and burned up I will not bow my knee to this I have already bowed my knee to the Lordship of Jesus Christ are you with me on that my son Jude took Lucy and Jack here. They went to San Francisco last Monday. He said, Dad, it's such a beautiful city, but it's unsafe. Come on. I'm one, America needs to know we feel unsafe for the first time in my adult life at the age of 62 and a half. I feel unsafe. But I will not bow my knee because of fear because God has not given us a spirit of fear but one of power and love and a sound mind and then you come to Los Angeles I don't even want to go near LAX anymore when we first moved here I went to LA every week I loved it so much but now it's like no She's opened the door of hell to our our homes and city. And now is the time we need the fire of God. Now I want you to begin to get this. Daniel and Revelation really are twin books. And in Revelation, most of the plagues that hit the earth are fire. I don't know if you know this, the original earth in the book of Genesis, when God created the earth, it was straight on its axis. After the flood, the earth tilted and their seas and oceans became a part of the earth. Before the flood, there were no oceans and the earth is mainly water and land. I was flying several years ago from Singapore, Singapore to Japan, Japan to LA, right before COVID. I said, Lord, why the oceans? It would make these trips a lot easier. Why did you, the flood, why didn't you just get rid of the oceans? He said, Jude, by allowing the oceans to stay, I created them to protect people. He said, hell's furnace is so violent and unruly, they would have killed each other. 
and there would be no people on the planet. He said, I created oceans because I love people and I want to protect them. But most of the plagues in the book of Revelation are fire. And you know what happens when fire hits water? It evaporates. And in the book of Revelation, John said this, there'll be the greatest earthquake in the history of the earth. Many theologians said, earth's coming back. You see, God redeems us by blood, but he cleanses by fire. And there will be a day when fire hits this planet and water evaporates and it goes back into a firmament in the sky. And we will live in an ageless society and God will restore this world to its original condition. But before then, guess what? We can experience the fire of the Holy Spirit and never be the same. And it will give us power to live in the furnace and experience the fourth man. Can you say amen? Will you stand at your feet? The man who wrote the book of Revelation, the apostle John, wrote the epistles, John, 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 and the gospel. He was the bishop. He's the only disciple, apostle, who was not martyred. Peter hung upside down. Paul, they beheaded. John, Demetrius, his name was Domitian, one of the most demonic leaders in history. They found a head of his statue. Isn't it amazing how many political people are more enamored with them than actually the people who voted them in? Kid you not, in the Colosseum, which Becky and I have seen in Ephesus, it was filled They put John in a huge vat of oil. And the people were cheering. And Domitian thought, I surely will kill him. But John began to put up his hands. True story. You could read it in the Fox Book of Martyrs. And he began to worship. And his body was not injured. It was not subject to the boiling oil. And he began to worship God. The entire Colosseum bowed their knee and accepted Jesus Christ and began to worship God. He he exiled him to Patmos, a penal colony, island, and it was there in a prison. God, the fourth man whose feet were burning with fire, showed up and he saw Jesus. I believe it's time for us to experience the baptism of the Holy Spirit in fire that we can experience the fourth man right now. And I am asking you, I am compelling you, I am preaching to us as a people, we will not live woke in this time. We will bow our knee to Jesus Christ and we will not bow to culture. And we open up our lives and we say, God, I want the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. I need the right stuff to make it. You know, my Maddie, I think you guys are baptized in the Spirit. In the day and age that you and your future husband are going to face, you will need it. And can I say we're already living in a time. Why are we afraid of the gifts of the Holy Spirit? We need the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I want the power of the Holy Spirit. I want the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I want the presence of the Holy Spirit. I want the power of the Holy Spirit. I want the fire of the Holy Spirit. 
We so appreciate you spending time with us. If you'd like to invest into what God is doing through City Church California, you can go to our website, citychurchca.com, and click Give. Thanks again, and we hope to see you at one of our campuses this Sunday.